Welcome to the other 420. And it's not the 420 you think it is. I'm Sue. And I'm Jill. And our show is about how someone in their 40s and 20s are navigating this crazy world together as Korean American professional women trying to figure out what is happening in our lives. So come join us for the ride. Hello, listeners, and welcome to our 20th episode. I'm Sue. I'm Jill. And welcome, everyone. Can you believe it? 20 episodes. I know. I was looking. So it's March 1st right now. Yeah. And we started in the last week of September. Wow. Feels like a lifetime ago. It does. It does. It feels like a lifetime ago. I know. And I know we took a short break. So it feels like it's also been forever since we've done the podcast. Yeah, last week I I wasn't feeling well. So we said, let's not do the podcast when we're not feeling well. Yeah. And then we usually do our podcast on Wednesdays, but our sound engineer was down. He was not working. He, yeah, he got LASIK eye surgery. Mm -hmm. So now we're back. Now we're back. I'm proud of us for being consistent and um, and making sure that we try to give our listeners an episode every week. Yeah, and also we love doing the podcast too. We do. I feel like we learn a lot about ourselves and each other. Yeah. And so um, we have two celebrations because we wanted to celebrate our 20th podcast. And also last week was Jill's 26th birthday. Boop, boop. 26. 26 years old. So we want this episode to be all about being 26. All about being 26 and 20th episodes, 20 everything. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your birthday? It was really fun. I think the most fun I've had on a birthday. And I think on previous episodes, we talked about how important my birthday was and it exceeded my expectations. Yeah, and um, do you want to share again why your birthday is so special to you? Because for me, my birthday is not. My birthday is something that is just another day for me. You like low-key. I like low-key. It's embarrassing for me when people sing happy birthday or make it a big deal. And I don't, I'm not a gift person, so I don't need gifts either. Mm -hmm. But you were telling me because I said why is your birthday so important to you or spending time or celebrating it well it's because when I was younger like I didn't really get that and I think as a young kid you see other kids have like these big parties and big celebrations and for me it it wasn't like that you know we my parents always still had to work and it's not like you know in the mornings they had like balloons or like a special birthday or anything and um, I think the most we would do is like maybe get a pizza and then we would put like candles on the pizza and then be like, happy birthday. And it's not like I got a present or anything because we were always like struggling and hustling. So I think now that I'm older and I can have control over the day, I want it to be special, yeah. you know, like I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be sad. Like if I am in control, then I want to have fun and I want to surround myself with the people that I love. So next week is um, my oldest birthday mm-hmm. and he's turning 12. Yeah. And um, he, so I grew up not having birthday parties as well, right? Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. And so from when my kids were born and like him, we would have big birthday parties for mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way into the pandemic. And so now that he's 12, 
I asked him, what do you want to do for your birthday? And he said, I just want three friends and just sleep over and hang out. Hmm. And so I'm wondering, listening to you, for him, he had those big birthdays yeah. and he doesn't need them anymore. Yeah. Like, you know. And as so an adult, he's like, you know, I've done the big parties. I've had the celebration and I don't really need that. Yeah. But yeah. for you, it was the opposite is that it was not acknowledged. Yeah. And so for you, now that you're an adult, you can create those memories. And then it feels good. Like even we had dinner with the whole family like a couple days before and I wasn't expecting it, but I came home and like you guys had like the whole like, what is it? Tablecloth like yes. set up and like a cake and like a really nice dinner. And that made me feel like super loved and celebrated. I think for me, I want my kids to know that is someone special in your life, then you should take the time to mm. acknowledge and celebrate their birthday. Yeah. Because all we did was we had a cake and we did this last year too. We had a cake and we just had some, picked up some food uh-huh. and um, we gave you your gift. Yes. And for me, I just want them to know how important it is. You don't have to go all out. You don't have to, but somebody you care about, you should acknowledge it. Yeah. And even the littlest things, like, I felt super appreciated it. And it mean, meant a lot to me. Yeah, and you got your first pair of Crocs. Yes. We bought you Hello Kitty, Hello Crocs. Kitty Crocs for your birthday. I love it. And so I think that um, I'm happy to hear that you were able to really get a, or have a great birthday. So what did you do again? So I think even it started, like, the day before. Honestly, it started that dinner like we had right thursday it was a thursday Thursday. i think it was a thursday and then the day after that it was a friday and so at work i was celebrating and i got a gift from you know my co-workers and we had a nice lunch and then after that at night you know i spent it with the boyfriend because i wouldn't see him on the actual day and so i went down and he got like a reservation for like a really nice restaurant like we went to the mall um had a really good meal and he got me like a present and so he got me this like running vest that I wanted and you told me don't get the running vest yes for all our listeners um Jill and I last month signed up for a half marathon that's gonna happen in May and I don't know what we were thinking because running has now consumed our lives and we will have a future episode about running and what running has done for us or what we've learned but um i think that we were talking about this running vest and with your boyfriend and all of us jim because jim is jim ran 20 plus hardcore marathons and then so is the boyfriend the boyfriend runs a lot too and all three of us were like you do not need this tiktok vest that you saw on tiktok and we're giving you a hard time about it i know but i love accessories and so the whole experience of running it's not just running but you got to look good to run good and i really wanted this vest and you guys told me you don't need a vest like why do you need a vest it's unnecessary and then I got butt hurt and I'm like you know what fine I don't want the vest um but then he actually got me the vest for my birthday and he got me this like nice little bracelet it was really cute and then we got drinks after and then we did like we went back to his parents place and then we did like a small celebration 
Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then the next day was your birthday. Yeah. And then the next day was my birthday. And so I didn't wake up feeling that great because I think I went a little too hard on Friday, right? So I woke up like not feeling the best, but I have to rally. And so I saw one of my friends like came over, dropped off my like present. It was so nice to see her. And then I went down to go hang out with another friend. And so we got boba, we did laser tag, like we hung out and it was really fun. And then I came back up, got ready, packed my bags because then I was going to go out with a different group of friends and we like got a hotel room and everything. So we were just chilling and hanging out, went out to dinner and we got a table at the lounge. So that was super fun. Um, And then came home late at the hotel and woke up and rallied again. Yeah. And then- you went out again that night. You celebrated, you told me. Oh, yeah, I went out again. Wow, I went out a lot. Yeah, and you, and then the week before you celebrate with your family. Yes. So is it everything that you wanted? It was everything and more. Like, way more than I could have, like, wanted. And I think I told you that was the first time I had kind of, like, a quote-unquote birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you I felt like, oh, I've... I don't deserve it. You know, this is a lot of celebration. Even at the lounge, you know, the girls came out with like a birthday sign and the the candles and the light, fire, whatever. And I've always seen other people get it. But like me getting it myself, I was like a little shy and overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, I felt like I don't, shouldn't be getting this type of treatment. But you were telling me like, oh, if you deserve it, you know, and people love you. And if they didn't love you and celebrate you, they wouldn't have done it. But because it comes from their heart and they love you for you, of course they would do that. And I think that's what I've seen you kind of evolve these last few years. It's just this idea of I I do deserve people to appreciate and value me without me giving something back. Yeah. It's like they are with me. They support me and love me because I am me, you know, because I'm just Jill, you know, not because I offer them something, not because I'm a specific way, um, just because I'm me. Just because you're you. And I think um, you being you offers so much to other people. And so, you know, that's a big realization that you would hope that somebody that's now 26 who has a career, who has a steady life yeah you know it's steady as steady can be yeah you hope that they have that realization of your own Mm self-worth so now that you're 26 and last summer i said to you you're almost 26 you're like i'm not 26 i'm like you're almost 26 six months ago you were saying i was 26 what is the biggest lesson you think you've learned from 25 to 26 because we were saying 25 you had a lot of boyfriends (laughs) (laughs) you had like how you had like three boyfriends four four no it was not four boyfriends you had i had two boyfriends no i had one situation i had one official boyfriend well this one currently yeah. The boyfriend. No, but you had the boyfriend in January. Oh, well, that was kind of, I guess. Yeah. So you had yeah, a boyfriend. A yeah. At the way beginning, like I was end of 24, beginning 25. You had a boyfriend and a kind of seeing guy a little bit. Kind of seeing guy. Yeah. And then you had a situationship. 
Yeah. Who was the kindest scene guy? Short arms. Short arms. Short arms. Right? That was a short one too. Short. Yeah, that was a short one. And then you had the situation ship. Yeah. And then you had the current boyfriend. Yeah, I have the current boyfriend. While also going on a lot of dates. I went on a lot of dates. Yeah. Man. So what did you learn about yourself at I think I was 25? telling you, 25 had a lot of highs and a lot of lows, a lot of lessons learned. Um, but I think I grew the most maturity-wise. And they are right. Like, the brain doesn't develop till 25. Yeah, like we it, say that I've all the time. I really experienced it yeah. myself because, like, old habits I would do, like... I think at the end of 25, I realized like what I was doing and kind of would stop myself from going into the old habits of how I would behave or act or even like think. Um, or even just how you saw the relationships now. Because I feel like yeah. you're very different in how you view your current relationship than how you viewed or even behaved in the past. Yeah. Do you think I would, I grew a lot in my confidence? I don't know if it's confidence, but I feel like you, the path of all these dates and different relationships. Yeah. I think you learn that um, you don't really, not that you don't really need them, but if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. If it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, but... I think I'm thinking about my career. Like I also grew a lot in my career because it was my second year. I, you know, just knew how to handle situations and I knew like how to do certain things and um, build upon the relationships with my coworkers to build further trust. And even with my family, I, not that I grew closer, but in a way also closer and we like understand each other a little bit more. Um, and with my friends, our relationships grew deeper. Like even if we spent less time together this year, because I was so busy and they're so busy, like at least we have the baseline stability. I think that's a big, like word, I would say keyword of my 25. Like there was a lot of up and downs, but at the end I realized like, oh, this is stable in my life. My relationship with my family, my friends, you know, like you, it's all stable and it ain't going nowhere. Well, listening to you talk, I think that was, I kind of realized what has, what, how you've evolved. And I think it's more, you have, cause when you tell me about work or home or personal life, I think you have more empathy maybe towards people or understanding of why they're the way they are and you take it less personal yeah you know like when a friend goes to you because they're having some problem you you don't react as quickly or if they you know you you have more I guess understanding or grace not that you're a pushover but you just don't get as riled up or emotional around it you don't let it bring you down I guess yeah I mean, I, I still get riled up. You know, I'm a yeah. person that gets riled up, but I think you're right. It's not about always about me. Yeah. Because I think even with like my parents, I would be like, why are they doing that to me? Like yeah. me, me, me. But now like I understand, oh, it's because of the situation. It's because kind of they have a habit of doing things this way. And it's not because that they love me less or, um, 
you know, they don't like me. It's because of other reasons. So you're right. I don't take things as personally anymore. Which then allows you to just choose happiness, right? Because you're not Mm. sweating the small things or stressed out about situations you can't control. Yeah. I think that's kind of one of those big decisions or perspectives that you're looking at now is you know do I am I happy and um, how can I make myself happy and I think I grew stronger this year too because you were there like I've been knocked down you know but then I found myself getting back up you know I found myself trusting in myself and finding the strength within me And of course, I had support from the people around me and I had support from you and my family and my friends, but I did get myself up. Yeah, and that you will. It's just hard in that moment. It's hard in the moment. So with that, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Because I feel like 18 is when we work so, and you talked about it, you worked so hard to in high school to get into college. That was your ultimate goal. So you're 18, you're a freshman at UCLA. Mm Mm-hmm. What would you tell this person? Man, at 18, I thought I was so old that I got a grasp of things, but I really didn't. Um, I think I would tell myself, trust yourself. Like you're stronger than you think you are. You know, because I always thought like, you know, I told you not that I thought the worst of myself, but I never saw my greatest qualities and my traits. I think I would be the first one to pinpoint, you know, what I lack in, you know, my flaws, and I would only focus on that, but I never realized, like, how strong I was. And so time and time again, of course, I've been through different trials, um, been through a lot of different things, but it was because of you know, my strength and my resilience that I got myself out of there. So I would say you're a lot stronger than you think you are. And so to trust in yourself. I would also ask because um, that stage is where you were telling me that you had a long-term relationship. Yeah. Your, like not first, but your really long-term relationship. So thinking of that relationship, Mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself when you were in that relationship? You're not gonna marry that guy, cause we really thought we were yeah. like gonna spend the well, rest of our lives. Well, I don't know. I did marry. I, I did marry my high. I my mean, college guy. <laughs> yeah, you did, but I'm not going to. You know, but I was. You know, with your first love, you're like, this is my yeah. everything. Yeah. And I Especially told you in college, and we were very intense. I think I told you, like, we would stare at each other, and that would like intensely stare at each other, and that would be fun, and we would get like Chipotle and just not even talk and look at each other. Wow. We wouldn't be on our phones or nothing. Wow. Yeah. And we would just talk all the time for like hours and hours. So we were very intense. And so I thought like this is going to be forever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we said like we're going to go to college, but I'm going to dorm my first year. And then second year we're going to get an apartment Mm -hmm. and then we're going to do this. And by 25, we're going to get married Mm -hmm. And then maybe we'll go to New York or maybe we'll do this. And, you know, you'll pursue acting like, you know, I'll support you always. And I realized, like, you're 18, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's okay 
you know, to be in love and, you know, really like this person. But also I think I based a lot of myself on him, you know, and us being together. And I would say, you know, you're your own person and this is the time to grow and find, figure out who you are. I think that's what I would say. Oh, that relationship. With that relationship. Yeah. And you know, as a parent, I worry the most about when my kid is that age, 18 to your age. Yeah. Because they're an adult. Yeah. And you do think that you are so adult. You, I mean, you're an adult and you feel like I'm, I can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I do worry about that. And because... You want them to learn from you, yeah. but they don't want to because they still have to go through it themselves. You feel invincible. Yeah. You know, I think that's a lot of times, I don't know who gave me that confidence, but I would do some crazy stuff. I think like early 20s, I'm like, I could never do that now, but you do feel invincible. You feel like nothing can stop you. There is no such thing as like consequences, right? But now like sometimes I'm crippled by like what could happen and like fears. But back then like you're not, you don't like think about that. But I'm happy to be out of that phase because I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot of lessons. But now I think I told you as a 26 year old, I'm just looking for still change. I'm looking for some change, but stable change. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think back to... So, I my advice to you is 26 is the perfect age mm-hmm. to live the way you want to live. Yeah. So, when we were 26, I that's the year I actually moved to the Bay Area, I think, with oh. Jim because he had school. That's yeah. when we decided you know, he was going to go back to school. Um, and it was in the Bay and it was us and we were married, but it was so great Mm. because we lived, we were away from our families and we were adults, but we were still young. Yeah. So we were able to have a lot of fun and just be us. And I, and 26 is that age where for you, you don't have to worry about getting married. Mm -hmm. You don't, you have a career, you've done everything you need to for work. So you should do what you want to do and take risks because your risks are not going to be awful. Like it's not going to impact you in a bad way. And I would say, you know, even if this relationship doesn't work out with the boyfriend, then my advice to you would be date tons of more other people (laughs) right because you're 26 do it this is the time to do it and i think even just a signing up for the half marathon oh yeah is another example of do things that you think you will never do do things that i would never do and going back to your story about talking about the bay i remember you telling me about that story and how special that moment was and i think i was telling you like oh, I want something like that. And like I just said, I am in, you know, I'm in store for a stable change in my life. And I was telling you, like, I think if a person asked me to move, I would do it. Yeah. You know, just like how you Like a friend or even, yeah. Like a friend or even, because I was telling my brother, 
because he met this girl on Hinge and I think she's kind of like a nomad. She kind of likes to move around and we were talking about that through the phone last night and I was telling him like, oh, I think if a guy asked me to move with him, I would. And he was like, of course you would because you've been wanting to move for a long time. You've been wanting that change. And he kind of gave me that realization of, oh, I have been looking for that recently. And so, I mean, not that like, I don't have anyone asking me to move at this moment, but I think if I did, I would go. Because at this moment in my life, I don't have a mortgage. Like, I don't have no kids, you know. And luckily, you have a job where you could easily find another job. Yes, and I feel confident in my job and in myself that I know I can find it. Um, Again, in a different place. And so, I would. And I want that experience that you had of, it was just you and Jim. Yeah. Yeah. And like you guys grew so much as individuals and together. And it was a special time, you say, in your relationship. And so I would want something like that, even if it's not with a partner or whatever, even within myself. Well, and that's why that time right after the situation didn't work out and you said, I'm moving to L.A. And yeah. you said, you're not moving to L.A. And I told you, I'd rather you move to Canada you said yeah I'd rather you move to Vancouver with all the handsome Asian guys oh yeah than do that Mm -hmm. and I think that's why people go abroad and teach in Korea for a year do Mm -hmm. things like that because they need that change yeah and so for me I think you should do it you should go for a year somewhere um and live there yeah and try it and because I also think it's really important to experience a different culture. And with mm. culture, it doesn't have to be some a different country. But even just a culture is a different culture. Is every city, every state, they have something. And I would say it has to be far enough where you couldn't get in the car. And just drive back. back home. Yeah, because then it's not the same. Yeah. And I think only at 26 can I do this. Yeah. Because at 24 or even last year, I don't think I could have done it. Because... Again, I grew so much in my relationships this year, you know, with my family, with my friends, um, even with you, like I grew, we grew tremendously together. Um, And so I feel stable enough to be able to leave, like be physically away from, you know, the people here and know that I can always come back. And nothing would have changed. And nothing would have changed. Jim is still going to be in his office. Yep. Jim will still be in this room in the same chair, right? And it's not like you guys are going to like me less, you know, or love me less. Not like my parents are going to love me less. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. I feel confident. No one's going to forget about you. Yeah. So I can go away and I can have those experiences and have that change. And the choice to come back. Yeah. That I'm looking for. Um, But I also know at 30 or 35, like I wouldn't be able to do that. So that's my hope and my aspiration for 26. Um, Is to have decide on your next adventure my next and think about it as an adventure not like a next step but no like a next adventure a next adventure and because to navigate things like that on your own to take risks um, you don't want to live in regret yeah and I feel like a lot of people my age who did exactly what they did who went to college got jobs got married moved 10 minutes from their parents Mm mm-hmm now I feel like people sit in a lot of regret. Yeah. Whether it's 
regret in the partner they chose or where they live or um or what if right and Mm -hmm. i don't want you to ever live in regret plus you will be the type of person that will find a partner very easily and Mm -hmm. so you don't have to worry about that and you're the type of person that will find a job very easily so you don't Mm -hmm. have to do that but i said i would not let you move for the wrong guy though i would not let you move for the wrong guy i would say no you know you can't just move to move and the wrong city too right and so um you did say that i said oh what if like model boy came back yeah. and said let's move to and new I said, york absolutely not and you said absolutely not no because you also have to be happy when you're there yeah but i do think that hopefully 26 and i've seen it even just this last month it just has you open you're just more open i'm more open um open to learning open to also like falling and making mistakes but also open to getting back up so do you want to share what did you wish for though on your birthday if i share it will it come true i mean you had a few cakes did you wish for the same i had no every cake i wish for something different interesting and with each cake i made a wish according to who it was with to wish for them or wish for you a wish for together like a wish that related so the birthday cake that you got me with the family, like I did a wish that related to all of us. Um, you know, when my parents got, I mean, they never got me a cake or anything, but when we did the celebration at the restaurant, I did a wish according to my family. And then when I had it with like friends, I did it with friends. And when I did it with the boyfriend, I did it in relation to the boyfriend. And ultimate goal is, if one of those wishes comes true, then it was a great It was a great year, birthday, right? yeah. Are you is there anything that you are worried about at twenty six? I'm worried that I wouldn't make that change. Like I'm really hoping that I do have an opportunity or else or I find it within me to find that opportunity or okay. make it for myself even. Cause you're right, I don't want to have regret. Um, And there is kind of like a little part of me that's kind of feels like, oh, I should be making these things, but I don't want to make it because I'm obligated or I feel like kind of life or people or society is telling me I should make a change at 26, but because I want it for myself. Um, But I'm not scared that I'm going to make a mistake because I know that I'll learn from it and I'll grow and I'll become better for it. And I would also say, don't be disappointed if that change that you think you want doesn't happen right then and there. Because I think the biggest hurdle to get over is not being open to change. It's a mental thing. So Mm -hmm. if you're open for to take what life has given to you, that's the most important thing. So you shouldn't, because I think everything happens for a reason. So if something doesn't fit in the box at that time, doesn't mean that it won't fit in the box later. Mm -hmm. So don't be frustrated or don't just hyper focus on that end goal. Like I've said by 26, at the end of 26, this is going to happen. Yeah. I think you should focus on, I'm going to let life happen to me Mm -hmm. with an open mind. With an open mind, Mm -hmm. open heart. Oh yeah, exactly. And just also not everything is going to end well. And yeah. there's going to be ups and downs. And hopefully the person you are at 26 will take those lessons. And whether it's, 
you know, something happens at work or something happens with friends or family or with the boyfriend, you're able mm-hmm. to um, take those lessons and learn from them and move on. And I think that leads to kind of talking about the 20th episode and the fact that we've gotten yeah. to this point. And I would ask you kind of, what have you learned from doing the podcast for now over 20 weeks, you know, but 20 episodes? The podcast has helped me think about what's going to, what do I want for my life mm. now that I'm in my 40s? Yeah. Um, you know, we just talked about, we just, before the podcast, we actually went out to dinner. Mm-hmm. You, me, and Jim, right by our house, really close. And we are able to do that because my oldest son was able to watch the other two and yeah. they were all just fine right and it's like wow I've reached that point where that's going to happen more frequently and they won't be so dependent on me mm. and um that just that just felt really good yeah and so it made me realize oh so what more things am I going to do for myself mm-hmm. and so just talking to you about the different things learning more about myself um, has helped me be a better, kind of like what you said, like not be scared of what's ha- going to happen next. Yeah. Be open to what's going to happen next. Yes. I think Yeah, you said, you know, this year I've been more open, but I would say the same thing for you yeah. too. You have been more open and welcoming of different things and like down to try whatever, because yeah. I think before I would say, let's do this, let's do that. And you would always say, no, I would never do that. Why would I do that? Like, no, no. And give me a big X. But now I say, let's do this. And you're like, okay, let's do it. Well, and I think that's like, for example, the half marathon, you're the one that said, I want to sign up. We need to sign up. Um, Let's just do it. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, what are you talking about? Why would we sign up for this? (laughs) And so we did. And we're basically halfway there. Yeah, right? we've run halfway of what we need to. And so we'll get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. And then I think, okay, what else are we going to do that we thought we would never do? Yeah. What are we going to do then? And we already have that in plan. Do we, we already know? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, do I don't remember? We're going to golf. Oh, we're going to golf now. <laughs> we're going to become golfers. Jim, we've decided to be golfers. Jim's like shocked his face. So now instead of Lululemon running clothes, we will be buying Lululemon golf clothes. And Lululemon has golf too. Jim, are you going to join us on the golf range? No. You can drive. Yeah. Jim, Jim, you got to join us on something. So I think that's the thing too is um, the, the podcast has helped me understand me and understand basically what I need to do Mm -hmm. for, um, the next part of yeah. my life, I guess. Yeah. How about you? What are the 20 episodes? I mean, for you, for me, the 20 episodes, <laughs> nothing's changed. It's just seasonal. I still had Jim. I still had the kids. Everything's the same. But for you, the podcast came about when you were in your saddest time, I feel. Very low time yeah. where I told you I need something yeah i need something and you didn't you weren't even like that with the first boyfriend no after five no the model boy i of course i was sad 
But like I didn't need anything to like fill the void. And or nobody whatever. really even knew you were that sad. Yeah, no one yeah. knew I was sad, but I think and my family didn't know either. Yeah. But I think with this one it was a lot more evident. Yeah. Um, like my family knew, like you guys knew, I think yeah. all my friends knew. And I, I said like I really need something to like look forward to because I really didn't have anything. I was kind of stuck in a yeah. rut. And you were listing all the things, like you're like, Oh, we could do this, we could do that, and I was like, Oh, I was like, what about a podcast? Because, you know, podcast is trendy. Yeah. Everyone has a podcast. And honestly, I thought we would do like one or two or just be like a fun idea. But never did I think we would make it to our 20th episode. And never did I think we would grow so much in our relationship, get to know each other more, get to know ourselves more and explore the different topics that we have. Like we wouldn't have half the, we wouldn't talk about half the things that we do on the podcast if it wasn't for it. And you know, one of the things we don't have many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and part of it is because we just we don't make the podcast to get thousands of listeners, yeah. right? And if we really wanted to, we could focus on that, but I think right now we want to focus just on the content. But it is but the few listeners we do have. Yeah. When they say to us I really resonated with that yeah. or that made me laugh or yeah. I I appreciate that or that was such great insight or even you know I have a friend that says who has a 18 year old son and she Mm -hmm. said man listening to Jill makes me so not only worried for my son but also aware of like oh this is what his life is like right now or it will be in the near future it's it's satisfying in some ways because it's like whoa what we're doing is actually bringing joy or helping someone yeah so that I like that part of it too. I love when I hear back from our listeners and say like they resonated it or they love this one episode because it's like we love it too. And so we're so happy you loved it. And I tell everyone when we initially share, I said, you know, you need to wait to the after the fifth episode. It's like a Korean drama. You know, the (laughs) Korean drama series with 16 episodes. You have to wait to episode five and it gets much better. It gets much better. And I know it's going to get even better from here. Yeah, because I think... We are both um, excited to see what every day, every experience brings us. Yeah. And if you move away, we can still do the podcast. No, like the Kelsey brothers do it and they don't live together. Yeah, we'll just see each other. So um, nothing will change. Yeah, we'll be the next Kelsey brothers. For sure. (laughs) So um, I want to thank all our listeners, especially the ones who have been us with us from the beginning for 20 episodes. Yeah. Like Sharon. Sharon. Our number one. And um, for everybody else that we appreciate that they have been on this ride for, with us. I know. So thank you for helping us get to our 20th episode. We hope uh, we will talk to everybody next week, right? 21. 21.